as long as they make sense they or like some like when we did the uh i think there's been some anonymous ones that were just so wild they're like i can't read it on youtube you know okay but yeah but we're live what's happening everybody nooner nation you know what it is podcast for nooners by nooners it's a duo tonight jake it's uh jake's birthday so cheers happy birthday jake happy birthday jake he's taking this week off he's doing a little traveling um i think he might be on he was telling me he's supposed to be on a pretty popular true crime podcast on patreon that we probably all know of but i don't want to give him away but yeah so cheers jake um also Tomorrow is the last day to get your uh, T-shirt or raffle tickets to help Logan. So go hit those up. The link's in the chat. I think we're like, it's been a couple days since I've looked at the numbers, but like I think we've almost raised like close to 600 bucks for him. So That's fucking awesome. So yeah, that's really going to help out. Um, you know, so maybe in the next 24 hours we get that up to like six grand. And, uh, you know. Everything's cool. Also, like and subscribe on YouTube, rate and review on iTunes, go to Spotify, leave a five star. Tell all your friends. We haven't lost any subscribers, but we haven't gained any in the last couple of weeks. So hey, we haven't lost any. I know. We just view that. That two hundred and sixteenth subscriber that like go comes and goes weekly. Like they stayed <laughs> this time. So Obviously, we're doing something right. We called them out, and they were like, oh, shit, they're watching they're me. They're watching me. I know who you are. It tells me who you are. I know you. And I'm, I'm ashamed of you. I know who you are. Um, also, uh, thanks for all the birthday wishes for me last week. Uh, awesome. You know, turned 36. Three? 36. <laughs> So it's full of, full of Ross and just be 33 forever. 33 forever. No, I will say though, like, I'm like, God damn, I'm closer to 40 now. Like I really got to get my shit together. Whatever you say, man. <laughs> like I can't be, I can't be 40, you know, waiting for paychecks three days out kind of thing, you know? Well, sometimes it'd be like, just kidding. But I found out today my kid's got to get like tubes in his ears. And even after. I was about to say, once those kids move out, that's going to be the thing. Right. <laughs> I know. But my, my wife's already self-conscious about her age at fucking 33. She actually is 33. So like, I was like, yeah, what are you going to be like when you're like in your 40s? Like you got to get over this shit quick or else like when the kids move out, like. Yeah, that's like, when we, we're like, gonna get wild. We're gonna be like hot forty something year olds, and we're gonna get wild. Yeah, like Moira uh, on Shit's Creek says, like take a thousand naked pictures of yourself now, because when you are that age, or when it's not gonna be that bad, but when you're like double that age, you're gonna be like, I was way too hard on myself. Look at me. I know Look at how beautiful I was. I'm, I'm very. Exactly I'm also very much like age is a number thing. And we also live in a time that if you want to and put in the effort, like you can look great 
like I mean, even older now. And we, you know, we know the dangers of smoking. Those are two really, really big ones when it comes to aging. I mean, you see people now like in their seventies that are like, have you heard like fucking what was Christy Brinkley? She looks looks fucking fucking incredible. Right. But then you have people like Harry, Helen Marin, who's a lot more natural. And it's just like, fuck you, Helen. Yes. She's still. Yes. Like she like she kind of shows her age a bit. I mean, she looks a, a younger than what she actually is, but she still looks like older, you know. But she's still yeah, I mean, she's banging in her sixties. I think she's in her seventies, isn't she? Is she in her seventies? I don't know. I actually have no idea. She might be in her. I don't know. Maybe late six. I don't know. I think she's like is older. Is Neeson in his sixties? Because I know that they dated for a bit. And I think holy shit, Helen Marin is seventy-eight years old. Fucking hell. Here, I thought she was like, yeah, in her 60s. She could still get it. I mean, there's some pictures where, like, you know, she's not all dolled up and angles. You could kind of tell, but she doesn't look 78. Right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I do feel like she's aged. A she's got that Russian blood in her, though. Genetics does play a massive yeah. part. Oh, yeah. Me. My wife's list. I keep telling her, like, you're like half, you're half Brazilian. Like, just take care of yourself. You'll be fine. Yeah. Like, just yeah. don't like, I mean, as misogynist, as misogynistic, sorry, that is going to sound like, like, like just take, there. like, just take care of yourself and you're going to be fine. Yeah. You know, like, seriously, I asked my dermatologist, what do you need for like skin, you know, or uh, what is it called? Like aging skincare. What the fuck? And she literally told me three things, vitamin C moisturizer and sunscreen. I know the sunscreen thing gets me though. Cause I love being tan. Yeah. I love being tan. And that's what's going to, that's what's going to get me. There's a, I mean, it's like if you work outside and you are uh, in, in, you know, in the sun a lot. Yes. Like if you are constantly tanning year round. No, I don't do that. I, I tan when it's appropriate to tan. But yeah, I also like, I also don't like fry myself and get super dark. In the sun dark. versus tanning bed is going to be different. Oh, I, oh, I tan and bed it up though. Best Best nap you'll ever have, by the way. Once you hit, <laughs> once you hit that 20 minute mark where you can go for 20 minutes, 10 minutes in, you're drooling in that tanning bed. that's still a, like a lesser... It's not good, but it's not as bad as the six-minute bed. <laughs> Womb, Bill not being able to say misogynistic is ironic. It is, I know. <laughs> I know, I'm ashamed of myself how I stuttered that one out. But, but yeah, I mean, to me, age is a number. I'm like, I still feel like I'm, I won't say I feel like I'm 25. Because I can't even remember what 25 was like. But... Like, I don't know. I just, like, I don't, like, think, like, whoa, I'm 36. I can't do this anymore. It's like, motherfucker, if I want to do something, I'm going to go do it. No, but it's just, like, the same thing of becoming a parent. Like, you don't be, you don't become someone completely new and you're, you're old, you know. It's just, like, no, you have new responsibilities. You, cha- you do change, but inherently, you're still you. <laughs> like, it, yeah. you're Jeep just and, a parent now. And Jeep and Justin, roofing with no shirt will do it. Dude, before I moved to Iowa, uh, when I was still in North Carolina, I worked for a commercial roofing company. And some of those lifer installers, 
Like, bro, you need sunscreen. Like, you have been in the sun way too much. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, you're 40 and you look like you're 65. And they probably smoke, too. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, smoking will do it to you, too. I mean, I know, like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm vaping now, but I'm, I bought my last pod and I'm fucking done with it. Like, because I never smoked, like, ever. Like, I smoked, like, in high school, like, cigarettes, but, like, one day I was just like, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore, and I didn't. Or the next thing you know, yeah. like, I get in my mid-30s and I'm hanging out with, like, my sister-in-law and hitting her vape pen every once in a while, and then I go buy my own, and then now I'm fucking vaping all the time. Like, nah, nah, done with this. I'm not that you guy. You can try those Zins for a bit. Yeah, nah, I think, like, I'm actually really good, like, if I don't have it around, like out of sight, out of mind, like within a week, I'm cool. I'm done with that yeah. stuff. Um, I only smoked cigarettes when I drank, and that was a hard habit to kick. Because when I started drinking, I wanted a fucking cigarette because that's what would kickstart my buzz. Oh, yeah. See, I you say that, and then um, what was that? Oh, probably over a year ago, I went up to Minneapolis and helped uh jack mandeville do that episode of jack sesh and we were all like me and like holly was there and her sister and some other nooners uh juanathan and uh like jack smokes so i was like oh like we've been drinking like let me hit take a hit off of that cigarette i took one hit off of it and i was like nope done gross like cigarette i can't do cigarettes even now like i used to be like that now i'm just like oh god ugh no, like I just. Oh, you're one of those. No, I'll be like, please give me one of those. I might not be able to finish it, especially if I've already smoked something else. But I'm like, God, yes, yes. <laughs> like, no, what it is for me is like the feeling, like hitting your lungs, like oh, and and also like part of it for me is like doing something I know I shouldn't be doing, kind of thing. Like I'm out oh, with friends, like, you doing bitch. this. <laughs> What it is for me, though, is like, and maybe it's like an age thing or something. Or I've actually always been this way with smoking cigarettes. It's like, I don't want this shit. Like, I don't want the smell on me. The smell can be the worst thing, but but only people that don't smoke are going to complain about that. And, like, I've, I've had a brother of a guy I smoked with complain about that. He was like, y'all smell like shit. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Smell me. Smelling. Fuck you. I think it just comes I'm nicotine from... high right now, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I will say the difference between a cigarette and a vape pen, like if I take a drag off a cigarette now, I'm like, whoa, that is different than this vape pen thing I got. See, I've never done the nicotine vape. And it's been, an, I can't remember the last time I smoked a cigarette. It's been a long time. But yeah, no, Womb, the first ones I ever started smoking were menthol, uh, Marlboro menthols. Fucking love the shit out of those. And then it became Camel Crushes, and I'll crush that. Like the Camel menthol crushes. Yeah, I think they all were menthol, right? It was like, it was a normal cigarette, but then if you crushed it, it became menthol. Yeah, no, so no, they had the normal one, but then they had the menthol ones. So, because they were, the normal ones were in the blue pack. The menthol ones were in a green pack, so it's like double the menthol. Yeah, because my wife smoked since i met her until a couple years after we got married like right before like about a year before we had our first kid or it started trying i guess for our first kid she smoked and she would get those camel crushes and yeah it's like it'd be be like a normal cigarette and then you could like crush the filter and then turn into a menthol yeah 
yeah, and then she yeah, always they had the double down ones. Yeah. That's what I got. When we first moved in together, she was smoking these like bougie ass like camel Turkish blends or something. They were like in this like mm-hmm. gold pack. It was supposed to be like bougie, like I guess, but like I don't know. Still, the bougiest ones, and I have no idea if they were actually bougie, but I it was the summer I graduated high school. And this guy went and bought like 10 packs of these things because they were, I guess they had just been made illegal because they were like the flavored cigarettes. Mm. And I swear they were called Dreams, Dreamers or something like that. And they were in a gold square, like a big square holographic Yeah, I remember those. Those motherfuckers were so good <laughs> with that vanilla flavor. Yeah, the vanilla. I was going to say vanilla flavored, right? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, those were great. The first uh, the first stuff I started smoking outside of the illicit stuff, because that's what I started smoking first, was uh, I was big on, uh, what is it, clove cigarettes that they would sell at the head shop. Oh, I see. I never tried a clove, but I remember hearing a rumor that it made your lungs bleed or some shit. <laughs> Probably. I mean, like, they were called, and the only reason I got into them, for one, like, it's sm- like a friend of mine would smoke them. And the but only reason. Taste, like, they taste like Christmas. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Which, which I a, guess if they have clove in it, that makes yeah. sense. Um, like, he started smoking them, one, to cover up the weed smell in his truck. And then, oh, trust, like, it was back when I was, like, I was probably, like, 16, 17 playing, like, professional paintball. And we drive, like, me and this dude, like, he's, like, one of my best friends to this day. Like, almost like my brother. Um, We'd be driving all over, like, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, like, all over the fucking place in the South. Just, like, I'd be driving, and he'd be in, like, he'd go buy, like, a pack of shit cigarettes because he was, like, 18. And he would he would twist all the tobacco out of it and then just stuff mm-hmm. them full of weed mm-hmm. and put them back in there. So then he's like, oh, let me get you a pack of these clove cigarettes. They're uh, Dejarum, I think is what they're called. But they look dope as shit because the whole thing was like matte black. Yeah, they're black. Yeah. And they, sm- they did smell good. The one thing I remember, though, is if you ever got the smoke of it, like a big puff of the smoke in your face, it felt like you just got maced. Like, if we got in your eyes, I remember I was driving. We were driving to, like, some paintball tournament in Greenville, South Carolina, which was, like, 40 minutes away. We were there, like, every other fucking weekend. And I, like, took it. I had a my car at the time with this 74 Dodge Dart. And it had the smoker windows, you know? Oh, yes. I took, like, a huge drag off of this thing. But then as I went to go, like, inhale it, like, I felt like a burp coming up. So I just blew it all out. And then the smoker window just pushed it all right back into my face. And I was fucking swerving. Like, I thought I just got goddamn made. I was like, oh, God, fuck, it burns. It burns. Like, he's, like, grabbing the wheel. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, Jesus Christ. It burns. It burns the flesh. <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> oh, it was awful. And then from there, like, when I got to, like, be a senior in high school, you know, to be the bad boy, like start smoking uh, uh, Marble Red 100s, Cowboy Killers. Oh, God. You know, 
and just just to do it, I guess. But then, like oh, I said, like so I mean, like almost like immediately after I graduated high school, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this anymore, and I just didn't. Like I just never smoked it, they cigarettes. Hurt. They're so harsh, and honestly, I don't know if. Well, I guess some cowboys do the Marlboro Reds, but it's like, I would think unfiltered are more cowboy than anything else. Like unfiltered motherfucking cigarettes. Smoke that bitch. Can you even buy unfiltered cigarettes anymore? Yeah. I can't, well, I don't know about anymore, but one of my buddies who want, was a wannabe cowboy, um, he got them one time because he smoked reds and then he started getting unfiltered. And I was like, let me try that. And I was like, good fucking oh, whoa, God. Knock, your your lungs uh, are about to explode and you're going to fall down. And then my mom tells me, she's like, oh, your grandmother used to smoke unfiltered all the time. And I was like, God dang. I had a, I had a friend whose mom been looking, I don't know if this was the case or not, but like looking back, like we all thought like she wanted to bang all of us, you know, in high school because she was like single and, you know, like youngish. Like she was probably like early 30s, like had him super young and it was like super full. Like she's like, we'd like come over to her house after a party, obviously like drunk as shit. And she'd be like, oh no, like if you guys are drunk, just come stay at our house. And she like answers the door like in a bathrobe and obviously nothing on underneath it. But she would smoke the fucking, what are those, like, ones that look like goddamn, uh... Vagina slimes? Yeah, Virginia Slims. She'd be, like, smoking them. Smoking them like a joint, too. She'd just be sitting on her porch. <laughs> <sighs> like, tapping it out like this. Like... Oh, my gosh. Um, no, so then, yeah, like... Yeah, after that, like, I, I I would smoke cigarettes occasionally, but, like, I wasn't, like, a smoker at that point. Like, like I started dating my wife pretty soon after that, and she smoked. So every once in a while, I'd, like, take a hit off of hers. If we were drinking, I'd bum one off of her. Uh, my brother was in college at the time in Asheville, and the big thing back then was the fucking P-Funks. P- what the fuck is that? Oh, uh, God, what are they? It's uh, I can only think of P-Funks. Um... They have the recessed filter. Like the on the end, the filtered end, the paper goes about another eighth inch past the filter. Parliaments. Parliaments. Oh, I've heard of parliaments. I didn't know they I didn't know about this filter though. Yeah, and everybody like would always tell me like there's two stories behind the recess and the filter. The story I heard first from my brother who was smoking them because he was like super hipstery back before like if you were a hipster you were just considered he was a, a hipster hippie. Before hipsters were hipsters. Yeah, he was like a, just a hippie kid, um, <laughs> which is hilarious if you ever knew my brother because he's a complete fucking genius and works for probably every three letter agency in the government. Um, hey, not every hippie is going to be a complete fucking idiot. <laughs> but he it's told to be like in World War Two they recessed the filters. Because uh, gunners on airplanes would bite down on them. Like, as they're just... So it kept the filter from mushing out into their mouth. (laughs) And that was probably the case. But then somebody's like, no, like, they started doing that in the 80s because it's like a perfect bump of Coke. Yes. Yeah, that's what Wim just said. Yeah. The perfect bump Coke. Yeah. So I don't know. It's probably... Both are probably right. I don't know. 
Um, I just know they were cheap as shit and all the hipsters smoked them. So, but yeah, like I can't, like, I think Jack gave me a, I think it was a Marlboro light or maybe like a camel light. I was about to say Marlboro lights are yeah my go-to for today. Yeah. The people that, that I still see smoking and the weird thing is like, I don't know what it is, if this is everywhere, but like here in Des Moines, you don't see a lot of people smoking anymore. No, it, it, it makes, it warms my heart when I see people smoking actual cigarettes. What's like, I don't care. Like it's your life. You do what you want. What still has always got me and still gets me today is people smoking in their cars with the windows rolled up. Yeah, that's too much. Like, oh, but it's always old fucking people. Like have it cracked just a little bit. Not a lot. You need it just a little bit. So you can rest your hand on the window. The smoke's going out. And when you, you can Ash blow up. up and exhale, and it'll go out the car. And it's always in like some shit-ass old car. It's like, oh, you bought that car because it still has an ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> but Back in that day. Not to say I never smoked in my cars like growing up. But now as like a certified adult, when I see somebody even smoking in their car with the windows down, I'm like, do you know what you're doing to the resale value of that car? <laughs> Gross. Or people smoking in their ho- inside their house. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. Take it outside. Take yeah. your sin sticks outside, son. Good I God. Would, when I would be driving to go get a snack or something like that, a convenience store, that's when I would smoke in my car. And it wouldn't be very often. But, like, every time I would just be so concerned of, like, oh, God, is this going to smell like smoke? <laughs> Excuse me. Thankfully, thankfully, it never did. But uh, my parents caught me smoking when I was 19, I think I was, 19 or 20. I got into a bad car accident a mile away from the house. Lady ran the stop sign. It wasn't my fault. Just let everyone know that. But it was really bad. Um, I could have died. Thankfully, I didn't. And didn't have any bad injuries. But they, you know, I went to the hospital and they were cleaning up my car. And in the sunglass containers where I had my alcohol cigarettes. And my dad, and like, you know, the doctor's asking you questions. Do you smoke alcohol? Or do you smoke alcohol? Do you drink alcohol? Do you smoke cigarettes? And I was like, If a doctor no. asked me, do you smoke alcohol? I was like, no, but I'm interested. <laughs> Dude, I. You know, like, how do I do that? Okay, I'm going to start fucking up from here on out. So just get, just, just roll with it. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. He asked me those questions and I said no to both. And my dad was just like, oh, what about those cigarettes I found in your car? Shit. <laughs> I'm holding those for a friend. Oh, they're not that fucking stupid. I was the youngest from two other girls. They're not that fucking stupid. Yeah, see, the problem for me growing up, and one, actually, I don't think it's a problem. It's probably mm, more or less the mentality I'll probably take with my kids was, like, my parents just kind of sat me down and be like, listen, We've done all the shit. Like, we know what it's like being a teenager. So we're going to give you leeway to do what you want. They just said, no hard drugs and don't fuck up. Yep. So, and I like, in reality, like, 
outside of like that fucking crazy drag race story I told you, like I didn't get in a whole lot of real trouble as a kid. Yeah, dude. Okay, so basically the same with my parents. And like they weren't crazy with my sisters either, but my sisters did fuck up and, and lie. And I saw the repercussions of that. And then my parents were a little bit lenient, especially my mom, um, in telling me what she got into when she was young, when she was my age. She was like, oh, yeah, I was doing mescaline at 15. And I was like, that was in a fucking like D12 song. Mescaline? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you were fucking doing that at my age. And she was like, yeah, it did. It left like tracers, like light tracers. I was like, okay, mom, you are like way fucking harder than I'll I'll probably ever be. So yeah, Kurt Um, Kurt Cobain's shotgun, right? Strict Asian parents. My, on the other hand, this is why my wife kind of agrees with how the mentality I'm going to take. Like, obviously I'm not going to like tell my kids everything I've done, but I'm just gonna be like, listen, like, I would prefer you didn't do these things, but I know you're in high school. You're going to go to parties. Like, for one, like, be safe, first off. Like, and I'm going to give you leeway. Like, my mom straight up told me, like, the first time I was going to a party, she's like, if you drink, like, do not drive. Like, call me. I will come pick you up, no questions asked, and we'll deal with it in the morning. Right? Like, we'll just... Figure, like, if you're fucking blacked out, like, I might have some things to say about it, you know? Some life lessons to teach you, but, like, just call me. But if you drive and get caught driving, you're fucked. You're done. Right? Like, you're done for high school. You've proven you can't handle this shit. Whereas my wife's parents, I won't say parents, my my mother-in-law, my wife's mother, stupid strict Latina, like, like, she would just say, like, like my wife would be like, oh, can I go to my friend's house? No. Why? Because I said so. So then also my wife, being the stubborn Latina she is, would just sneak the fuck out mm-hmm. and go fucking drinking and smoking and whoring around town just because fucking, like, she didn't have any leeway. It, well, and just to be rebellious as well. And, yeah. that, and, and having parents like ours were completely takes that almost off the table because it there's no taboo to it there's no excitement for it because yeah i had nothing to rebel against you know like yeah it's just kind of yeah and and so i and i didn't do a whole lot of partying and drinking when i was in high school at least outside of family and like at home in places where i was okay and that was also a place where i was more comfortable in drinking anyway um but then once I graduated high school, even then I would always call my mom and tell her like, I'm at this place. It's a couple of miles from the house. I might come home to my, tonight. I might not just letting you know, this is where I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. I was still a young girl, but I had independence and they trusted me to that point. And then even in 2016, I remember calling my mom uh, from like this bike fest that my dad used to be a part of. And telling her, like, I can't drive home and I want to go to bed. Could you come pick me up? And so, you know, I did the right thing. And then my dad wakes up that morning, sees my car there, and thinks I slept with someone. Oh, so he's he's probably going, like, tent to tent. Like, where the fuck's my daughter? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, pretty fucking, yes. And, like, the guy that I was hanging around with, 
in which I was hanging around with him because I was getting free booze. Because uh, I'm a piece of shit like that. Uh, he was like, oh, God. And I was like, no. Like, thanks, Dad. Yeah. No, I called my mother to come pick me up and take me that's, home. That's probably, like, sex was probably the one thing that at least my mom wasn't cool with. But I can't imagine a mom really coming to grips with their teenager having sex. And also my mom hated, hated all my girlfriends. I wonder why. Hey, DG4L, <laughs> baby. You know, how I, you know how I roll? In fact, one time, it was after I graduated high school. It's right, like literally the night before I met my wife. Because I think I've, I don't know if I've ever told the story about how I met my wife. I met my wife because I, I, I was banging her best friend. Oh, that. Yeah. I think, okay, yeah. And, yeah. Um, At least I think I knew that. And, like, I rolled by the house because I was still living with my parents. But, like, I had a motorcycle, I had my own car, I had a decent job for an 18-year-old, you know, paying my own shit. And I rolled by the house to grab some stuff. And this girl, like, fucking straight DG4L, like, blonde, huge tits, like, tiny crop top, denim, you gotta remember this was 2007, tiny denim skirt. Probably like the Playboy Bunny uh, tan line <laughs> sticker poking out. And my mom was just like, I had already come like, I already like, this was coming off of getting broke up with the chick I dated in high school who I've talked about here who just straight up told me like she used me as like bang practice for two years before she went to college. My mom hated her because she was the same blonde, huge tits, little skanky. Um, so my mom's like, you keep bringing the same kind of girls around. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, mom, I was like, I was so done with like her giving me shit about the kind of girls I was running around with. I was like, mom, you know, as well as I do, these girls serve one purpose. Probably I'm not sure the smartest thing to say, but I was like, done. I'm fucking done. I was like, done. My mom loves my wife now. Did not like her when we first started dating. Did not like her. But now, like, my mom likes my wife more than she likes me. So, like, she, my wife gets invited over for dinner and I don't. You know, kind of shit. So, <laughs> well, you live there, so it would be weird to invite you, but yeah. No, like, my wife or my mom will just invite my wife over. Like, hey, do you want to come over oh, for dinner? It's the other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, hey, do you want to go out and get some drinks and stuff? I was like, mom never invites me out for drinks. And my mom's fun. My mom's fun as shit. My mom never invites me out for drinks. What the fuck? She spent enough time with you. She needs, sometimes she just needs some female energy, man. <laughs> Kurt Cobain shocking. She probably was wearing some Roxy shit, by the way. Um, for God, real, is... real. She probably was oh. wearing a Roxy crop top. God. I used to have a Roxy belt that had like a Roxy belt buckle. I loved that shit. Know what this was? I remember it all now. It was the night that I didn't, not the first time I ever met my wife, but the first time like my wife came on my radar, it was the exact same night. Cause we were coming over. I was driving my car off and getting my motorcycle. And this girl comes over to ride my motorcycle in a denim skirt. That, 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 you know. And when I say denim skirt, it's literally just like a 12 and maybe like an eight inch 
loop of denim with belt loops sewn to the top of it. You know, it's like the, like the straight skirt. I mean, it's like like, like it came like mid thigh would be conservative. Yep, I used to have and a Roxy suits. crop top. Yeah, like yep. So yeah, and then she's like, let me tell you what kind of girl this was. After we went out riding motorcycles and shit, and we already figured out like. Okay, like this girl's fun, but I'm more into this uh, dark skin petite chick over here. Uh, she's a little I like the more... one that scares me. <laughs> she didn't scare me at the time. Well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was like a little less obvious with the DG4L shit, but you can still like tell. You can still things. tell. Like this girl's like, this girl's fucking like, she, we're rolling around town and her fucking ass is hanging out. And like in my motorcycle, which is like dope, but I can't see it. Like, what the fuck do I care? Um, yeah, so if you're showing it off to everybody else, then I want to see it. So this girl, the blonde one that I originally started the night out with, after riding motorcycles, we all go down to like my friend's house to party. And they're talking about like, she was a cheerleader. She's like, oh yeah, like I can still do a handstand. And we're like, okay. She's like, watch. Like this bitch is doing a fucking handstand. Like her... Her denim skirt is down to, like, her tits as she's doing a handstand. And, like, her thong's just hanging out. Granted, not a bad view. I'm into it. But that's the kind of girl she was. She's like, nobody look. Like, you literally just asked us to watch you do a handstand. Like, what are you talking about? And then, like, later on that night, I walk in on her banging my best friend. And I was like, okay, dope. That's, that settles that, I guess. Like, cool. I'm going to go hang out with this other chick. Um, All right. So, but seems like it all worked out for you. <laughs> it did because that girl, her life was a fucking mess, mess after that. Like after we got like, is it really? Yeah, I, I yeah. Uh, her and my wife stayed friends for a little while, like but like well a couple of years. Like after we got married, we're still friends. Like the first time we went back to North Carolina after we got married. Like, we went and hung out with that girl and her husband, who seemed like a cool guy. Very, very Southern Country Club-ish. Oh, really? Like, preppy. Like, like um, imagine if Hot Bob was from Sh- Charleston. Yeah. So he had the drawl. Like, uh, like, you know, like, khaki shorts, polo. I ended up getting so fucked up off of some weird ass like red cock rum or something he had. I don't know. But it turns out like he was a piece of shit and was beating the shit out of her all the time and stuff. So Shocking. And then she just ran through like four or five husbands that was just like, oh, barbed wire tattoo, affliction shirt. It's like, oh, I, how's this one going to work out? You know, like, mm. and now she like, I think she's single with two kids and I don't know. But unsurprising. But anyways, enough of that. We have a ton of responses to our uh, anonymous question this week. The anonymous question was, what was it? Hold on, let me look it up. It's um, so I can get the wording right. Oh, that was something crazy that came right up on Instagram. Minor inconveniences that will ruin your day. So, let's hop right into these. We had, like, a bunch of them. Let's hope they all pull up this time. They did. Okay. Nope. Bought one. 
Another bot. Another bot. Another bot. That's lame that they reply to stories like that. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a good one. When you bend down to pick up something you dropped, then you drop something else. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, if you're in public, like, if you're in, like, a grocery store and you, like, drop something and you go bend down, like, then something falls out of your pocket, you look like a total fucking dipshit. Damn it. You look like a mess. You know, like, it's like get, 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 get hold like of you're your life. something and you're already frustrated. Oh, you want to take whatever you dropped and chuck it nine aisles over. <laughs> it's in the fucking wall. But now. you can't because you're in public. It just would make you look even crazier. You already look like your life is completely out of control because you can't keep shit in your pockets. You know? Ugh. Or have you ever done like, I've been walking through the store with like my car keys in my hands. And like I'm like like I'm not running, but like I'm in a hurry. And then all of a sudden, just like they come loose and go skidding down the aisle. You're just like, oh. <laughs> or I got you a spare. drop your keys and then you go to pick them up and then you like fumble them again. So you oh, have to pick them up again. again? God, <laughs> or like you are in like everybody thinks I'm hammered drunk right now. You probably are. Granite, but you don't want to look like that in public. Like you're just coming in here to grab another six pack before you head back to the house. The worst part is when you're completely sober and you do shit like oh, that. Oh, I, I know. Because you know everybody's looking at you. The key, like keys dropping on a grocery store floor, are like the loudest thing on the planet. You know. Nobody look at me. Yeah. Oh, I get that one. That uh, that will fucking ruin you. Like God damn. You got like. That's why I wear shit like this to the grocery store, so I always get stared at, so I yeah. get desensitized. Ah, uh, you like <laughs> you like the objectification. That's what you do. That's what you do. So then, like when you fuck up, and you're just kind of like, "Whoops, everybody, look what? at what oh, I did." Oh, oops. <laughs> then you do the bend and snap. Just give them all what they want. This is a good one. This Oh, this one drives me nuts when your pocket or belt loop catches on a door handle. You ever had that happen to you? Thankfully, not many times. Oh, my God. It happens to be more than it should. And I think it's probably because of, like, like my waist is, like, door handle height. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, or, like, the cat will hit a cabinet pull and, like, just snap me back. Whatever, like, whether it's a cabinet... Or, like, a door. Whatever just caught hold of me and made me look like a total dipshit. I want to rip it off the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one. Then it's like you're struggling. Like, let me go. <laughs> like, ah. Well, first, like, what the fuck was that? Like, oh, yeah. It... Or then you just completely fucking rip your pants and you're like. Oh, I've had that. I've had a belt loop rip off before. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, either... This doorknob is incredibly strong, or these pants are sewn like a piece of shit. <laughs> Either way, I'm pissed. Well, I mean, there is you probably do generate quite a bit of force while walking. Yeah, my gangly leg, my, my fucking yeah. gumby legs, apparently taking long ass strides, <laughs> generating all sorts of torque on these goddamn hips. Exactly. Oh, fuck. But that's also why I don't have pointy handles like that. Yeah, see, our, we replaced all ours instead of knobs. We have, like, the straight handles. Mm-hmm. Gets me, God, all the time. Just be careful. If y'all do get a bigger dog, they can fucking open that shit. 
Oh, yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? Family Guy quote. When the front or when the car in front of you leaves enough space in front of them that the car's cut in line and that car proceeds to slow down everyone. Oh, I know what you're saying. Like when there's like that lane merging shit going on and somebody lets somebody in and then that person's mm-hmm. just slow as fuck. Oh yeah. They'll drive me nuts. I try to be nice. Because part of what causes traffic jams in those situations is people, for one, there's, there's two parties involved in this. The person that won't let anybody over at the end of the lane, equally responsible. The people that have seen the sign for two fucking miles to get over and just keep going until the end. Good luck, everybody else. Yeah, good luck, everybody else. Yes, that does drive me nuts. When your computer crashes while you're working on a project and didn't save it. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, fucking Microsoft autosaves now. So they're like, bitch, we got your dumb ass. Depending on when so the last you time you saved was, though, that might not be a minor inconvenience. That might fucking wreck your week. True. Like, you ever been working on, like, a some shit, like, back in the day? Like, some fucking report you had to do for school? I mean, like, yeah, back in the and then, like, day. Boom, back it's gone. Day. You're like, Today, it's like, mm. fuck. And then, like, there's Google Docs where yeah. it's always constantly saving, so that's nice. Like, yeah, like, I remember a couple times, like, being halfway yeah, yeah, back through. Back in the day, that shit. Halfway, it's like, I'll get, because I'm really, like, I'm terrible when it comes to, like, writing. Even, like, writing or even, like, projects. I'm terrible at getting it started, but then once I'm on a roll, like, I just cook. You know, I'm cooking. I'm cooking. And then there's been times just, like, computer crashes, battery, and the laptop dies, and it's like, fuck. Dude, the worst thing, when you're playing a video game, and then you die, and Mm. that shit doesn't save at all. Oh, yep. That fucking hurts. (laughs) My wife said the way I fold towels. Lucky she has a nice ass. <laughs> I had my wife had to teach. I will say my wife had to teach me how to fold towels, and I still get it wrong occasionally. I fold them multiple different ways. It just depends wow. on the towel and where it's going. Is it a show towel? Like okay, like I'll I'll fold it up nice. If it's like a yeah. if it's like one of those like I don't know about everybody else, but I'm at the point in my life where like I just have like shit towels that are for like cleaning up dirty messes and stuff. To stay in the laundry room, I just fold those how the fuck ever and throw them up there, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, the the two-fold, that's the easy, but, like, if you're actually trying to, like, fit it's the, more cows into a cabinet... What is it? Like, I fold it, I fold it hamburger? And then hamburger again, and then tri-fold, I think? I don't know. I, I can't, I can't even think about it now. Like, it's just ingrained in me now how to do it, but... I am not one of those people to care about the decorative towels. Like, my house is not that kind of house either. <laughs> no. Like, you have the fucking towel that you wipe your fucking hands with. Mm-hmm. You wash your fucking hands, okay? Like, that's 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 all I ask of the people that come over. Like, wash your motherfucking hands after you touch your genitals mm. and use that fucking hand towel. Yeah. That's there. <laughs> Get them, Charlie. That's... That's all I ask. Kids making shit up to get out of school. Yeah, I can see that being 
especially like that happened to me Friday, my birthday. I took the day off to like one get some shit done in the print shop, but then I was just like gonna hang out by myself all day, just play. Like I got in back into like Grand Theft Auto Five, gonna play that all day. Wake up, kid. I don't feel good. I can't go to school. Like, oh god, fucking damn it! Like, dude, that's wild that it's starting that early. Like I pulled shit like that. Junior, senior year of high school. The lack of morning sex. I I get that, but are you expecting that every day? Like your day is fucking ruined if you're not getting fucked in the morning before you go to work. Like, how much time are you allocating? Like, how early are you waking up? Like, and what the fuck? Like, are you doing the right things to get yeah. that started? I mean, I get it. That's a big fucking ask. I think the invert, like, I I feel like if the question was, like, things that make your day, morning sex. You know? Like, but that one, mm, that's not a minor inconvenience, man. That's just, that's just you expecting a little too much every morning, man. Wanting morning sex is a fucking inconvenience. (laughs) But there's people out there, you know, like, it's actually, like, it is my wife in the morning. Especially after having kids. In the morning, she wakes up. She's relaxed. That's when she's horny. The problem is we have kids. So if we want to do it, we got to do it quick. You know, which is fine sometimes. But, like, you don't always just want to be, like, pounding it out as fast as possible. But then in the, in the evenings when the kids are down, we know we have time. And she's like, I've been with the kid. Like, the kids drive me fucking crazy all day. I just want to relax. You know? Which I get as well. But... Yeah. When you do a couple of shots and you're like, I'm going to relax with you, your fucking face in between my legs, okay? There you go. Somebody's going like to clip. What, what's more relaxing than that, to be completely fair? Somebody's going to clip that it and is, do weird is, shit with it. It is a bit of a mental thing of like getting your, like just submitting to the fact of this is going to happen. And that's not an easy thing to do. So not to get too in the weeds with and this. I, I'm a fucking single person. I don't have kids. Yeah. So, so I mean... You might have a perspective on this, but I'm also thinking morning before work. Like I'm not thinking a weekend. I'm thinking before work, and I'm like, bro, that's mm, yeah. Like, dude, I want to sleep. My wife's like, actually, like this is gonna sound bad. My wife was like, obviously, like trying to get up on me this morning. I stayed up a little too late last night doing some shirts. I was like, babe, like I wasn't like annoyed buy it or anything i was like babe i really appreciate it it's like i just want to sleep for the next 15 minutes before i have to get up you know yes like early in the morning that's where your mind's at like like i know it's going to be fun but all but i also know it's going to be quick because our kids are going to come in at any point so it's like i'll i will trade the the five minutes of sex for 15 minutes of sleep this morning you know like yeah it, yeah, it gets to that point. But that's that's also when you need to, you know, have that conversation later of like, okay, we're going to make time for us to be in. Oh, we do. Later on today we do, you know, but not to get in the weeds with it. We it, make, it we do. She, under, she totally understood. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, not, not talking for y'all, but just like, just in general, like, it sometimes needs to be a scheduled thing, even if you feel like it or not. Yeah. Once you get into that mood, try to stop it. Yeah. Uh, next one. Just men. I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming later on we're going to get a woman. Yeah, so women. That's, 
The batteries yeah. running out on my vibrator. I can see that being a f- <laughs> pissing you off, especially like if it's running good, and you're like you're you're <laughs> getting there, you're getting there, and it just. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but I can just imagine. Oh. That's why I like the actual like battery powder like. I just need to change the battery. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pop, we'll pop a shit. couple other triple A's in this bitch and get rolling again. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, this is a total guy one. I think. I don't know if women deal with this, but when you're done peeing, you get you drip it off, get the dong all tucked back in, pants zipped up, and then a little more pee comes out. I mean, by you saying the dong, I'm going to assume that is just a man thing. I know, I know um, exactly what he's talking about, and it it will piss you off to no end. Like you, like I don't know. I guess I'm assuming maybe for women that's also that could possibly be. A thing. And I don't know. It's like it didn't happen when I was younger. It happened like older. But it's just like, like I'm like, oh, done peeing, cool. Like zip up, all done, like. The second I get like the belt back button, all of a sudden just okay. like a little like boop into the boxers. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This does remind me of Austin Powers. So I'm like, if men actually pee in that way, like after the cryotherapy, oh, uh, or evacuation the cry- come, yeah, evacuation come, evacuation come, come. Exactly, and like I've I have heard guys peeing, and it is like that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't. Oh, it drives me nuts. It makes me paranoid. It makes me paranoid to stop peeing. I'm like, I'm done, right? And I'm like, I'll just sit there for another fucking like two minutes. Like you're done, right? (laughs) Because the last thing I want to do is zip up, and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, here's a little bit left in the chamber you didn't know about. Boop, and I got like this fucking wet spot. And your boxers rub it up against your dick all day. You're like, God damn it. Yeah, I know. And then, like, also, like, I don't know. You can, like, kind of force it out, too. You can, you can, but you can't. Like, I'm telling you, it must be a guy thing. Like, I will literally be like, well, I'm done. Well, our urethras are a lot smaller, so we might actually be able to do that like, easier it's than like, you It's literally like, oh, I'm done. So much longer. I'm done. Like, there's nothing left in here. I've really, like, <clears throat> like, tried to really force it out. Nothing. And then you get it all, you're like, like you're washing your hands in the bathroom afterwards. And then all of a sudden, just like involuntary, a little like, comes out. God damn it. Okay, so I'm going to get a little bit technical here. So every... I swear to God, if you tell me I have prostate cancer, I'm ending the show. No. So, no, you have my biggest worry when it happens. Like, is something wrong with my prostate? I would not tell you that live. <laughs> um, so there's something called like the ureter jets. And that's something that sonographers would look for while doing a bladder ultrasound. We will want proof of seeing the bladder um, being filled from the kidneys, from the ureters. So we would wait for the left jet and the right jet to fill. And so even after you empty your bladder, that's still going to happen. So I'm wondering if it is like a decent amount of time like that, if it's your ureters. All right. So you're know, telling me my, you're telling me my dick's broke. Okay. Like, coming out. 
Tell me about this. But I don't know. I don't know. I I don't. This is this is interesting. This is a a fun man thing to talk about. Like that might be a thing. That might not be a thing. It's. I don't know. That's. But I know that's that's a thing that's happened with other males. Like. Oh, I'll put this on you. But I don't know why that's that happens. If if you're out with a guy. And he went to the bathroom and sits down and you're trying to get crazy and maybe like stick. I don't know if you do this or not, but you go to stick your hands down his pants and be playful. And he says, no, I guarantee you it's because that happened. I don't know if any man's told me. I'm not one to really do that unless like we are very comfortable with each other already. And they'd be like, I don't give a shit. (laughs) Whatever. Jerk me off in this bar. (laughs) I don't care if you touch any urine that's on my underwear. We are already comfortable. We're past that. We're past that. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, but that's, yeah, I'm not one to do that for someone I I don't. This is one that I'm far, far, the next one I'm far past understanding this. But I I mean, I guess I can kind of get it from back in the day. Seeing your crush's relationship status change from single to with somebody. What was that? Seeing your crush's relationship status change from single to with someone. I, I could I could see that ruining your waking waking up to that. I don't know if I would call that a minor inconvenience. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call that a minor inconvenience. But, but hot damn, could that ruin? It's your definitely day. it's out of your control. But man, I, yeah, Ooh, that, I get it. That, oh God. That's a pain I can feel right. How fucking dare you make me feel this pain right now? I don't want to fucking feel like yeah. this. Oh, I know what that feels like. Why are you making me relive it? <laughs> yeah. Now that I think about it, it's been a long fucking like MySpace days. But like, mm. oh, yeah, I know the pain. And it, Fuck you, Bill. Like, <laughs> like your chest just feels like it's crushed and just... Went fucking yes. ocean gated like on you. It burns. It starts in your stomach and it like works your its way up and you're like, it just uh, hurts. Your heart turned into that fucking submarine going to the Titanic. It just crushes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's not a minor that inconvenience, a man. That is fucking soul crushing. Yeah. I hope that didn't happen recently. And if it did, I am sorry, mm-hmm. whoever said that. When you're driving and your phone falls between the seat and the center console. Into the pit of despair. Oh, yeah. You're like, please don't make it all the way down under the seat. Like, hopefully, like, the seatbelt caught it. You're doing this whole thing while you're trying to drive. Oh, that one sucks. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm the master of this one. When you go upstairs to do or get something... Get upstairs and totally forget what you went up for. <laughs> I don't have stairs. I'm thankful for that. But like, have you have you like gone like, oh, I need to go get something. You walk into the oh, room yeah. you went to. You're like, just like why the fuck the am I here? Like, oh, why did I come in here? Oh, yep. nuts. When people don't get up to 65 miles per hour on the on ramp and you're stuck behind them. Oh yeah. Motherfucker, if you're not able to get to the speed, if you're physically or mentally not unable to get to the speed limit to get on an interstate by the time you're supposed to get on the interstate, you shouldn't have a license. Okay, so I actually have something to say about this. 
at least here in Texas. I know someone who got a speeding ticket for doing that. The ramp is still the speed limit of the access road. It's not until you get actually. I thought the ramp was like to get speed. It's there that's to, exactly so you're what, not so impeding was, traffic. That's exactly, so it was the wife of a guy I worked with and he, that's exactly what he said. And apparently, you know, I'm sure that's exactly what she told him too. But I don't know if it was a city cop or that's just some cop being even if that even if that is the law, that's some cop being a dick. Yeah, but yeah, she was, and I, you know, I don't know exactly where she was on that ramp, but but this is you know Texas, so it's not the same in every state. But I, I mean, if you're doing 65, turning onto the ramp, there's a case there. Right. Like if you were exactly, if it was like just barely, it's just like, no, you were already going that. But if it was like, you're like on that section where it's leveling out. Yeah. Mm. Here in Des Moines, we have these things called the mix masters, which sounds dope, but it's not. It's where, so we have the two main interstates, 80 and 35, uh, 80 goes, fuck, I'm going to fuck this up, east-west, either way. But then we have the bypass that loops around, and where the, where the, all of them connect is, is on and off ramps, and you literally have like 50 yards to get on and out of traffic on, a, on an interstate. How people don't die there every day, I don't understand it, but... There's people that are like doing 45. Like you are merging onto a major interstate and you have 50 yards to get onto this interstate. Like mm-hmm. you've got to go. There's times I'll just gun it. I'm, I know this is illegal, but while there's still like the white lines transitioning in, I'll just fucking gun it because I can see the space and just go through it. Because this person's doing like 40. And if I'm trying to get on here while they're doing yeah. 40, like I'm going to get run over by this fucking semi. Well, and I've actually heard, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that people who cause more accidents are the ones going slower than the ones going too fast. Yeah, probably to a point. I bet you that's probably more com- People going slower, merging onto an interstate, probably causes more accidents than people going too fast. Because I also see people like, I'm doing like 10, 15 over, and there's dudes just fucking flying by me, like flying. weaving. It's a four lane, like the our direction is four lanes, and they're cutting through doing like a hundred. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Like you're gonna cause an accident because you got somewhere to goddamn be. Like, I saw fuck that off with you, man. A few months ago, actually, here like a dude driving way too erratically, and then all of a sudden I start seeing smoke, and I'm like, the fuck is that? That dude flipped see- his car. What happened? Probably, no, he probably just an Audi. hit like every single fucking car. <sighs> so he was fucked up. Other people were fucked up. And I was having to like weave in and out through people trying to pull over because they were just hit by this motherfucker. And then, yeah, he got to the point where he couldn't drive his car anymore. It was, it was fucking terrifying. Like this is a, people call this, people call Lubbock a, a large town. Like it, it's not necessarily a city. 
um because it just it has a feeling of like mm -hmm. a more more of a like a larger town than a city yeah but people do not fucking know how to drive here it is oh. absolutely atrocious people it, don't know how to drive it anyway people me. don't know how to drive fucking anywhere and the i tell my wife this all the time it's, in texas it's it's real bad i tell my wife this all the time like bad, if but. if you like she, she's she is an like she's an asshole driver she's a total asshole i tell her all the time you're an <laughs> asshole driver so I got places to be like, where? Where do you have to be that you're driving like an asshole, right? Like you're you don't have anywhere to be. You just think you own the road. There's other people here. If everybody understood, we're all trying to get to the same goddamn place, and you work as a fucking unit, a, things yes. would go smoother. Like I drive knowing. She's like, why are you slowing down for this person? I was like, because I know if I like they're trying to get on. If I speed up, I'm going to be in their way. It's going to cause problems. So I'll slow down so, so they can get over and then we can go. Down. And then we can just fucking go. Like just mm -hmm. have perspective of the situation around you. Driving, I'm assuming. Like just like <laughs> have situational awareness of what's going on around you and what pe other people are needing to do instead of focusing on you getting home 30 seconds earlier. And then your yeah, day will go so thing. much smoother. Not, you won't be cussing people. Cut. Like you won't be fucking, your blood pressure won't be spiking because everybody's in your yeah. way. Like, oh, drives me out of my mind. And I'm like, I'm not a defensive driver. I'm a fairly aggressive driver, but I also know other people are on the road. Like you can, yeah. you, you can look at the, what this car over here is doing and know what their intent is. Just let them do it. Like, oh, drives me out of my mind. Yeah, and it, yes, it's just being strategic as you drive. Uh, next one, hangovers. Yes, being hungover in your thirties is fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, to the point now, like, mm, I don't want to say it on air, but I just I punt it. If I wake up in the morning and I'm hungover, I'll just I'll punt it till the next day. You know, like, fuck, fuck this. Eight o'clock in the morning, got somewhere to, got somewhere important to be. Like, fuck <laughs> it. I'm just going to do a shot and get over this now because I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with this all day. Yeah. Uh, not reading that one. Oh, <laughs> is it too bad? Womb? <sighs> Was this one yours? Uh, it's. It would be... I can't. I'll, I'm, I'm going to send it to you, though. Is it racist? <laughs> Did you get it? I'm not reading out. You... No, we can't do that. <laughs> Woom. You fucking know better. The oh. used tubes don't like shit like that. You know. God damn. I, don't even, I wouldn't even know where to start with that one. Like, I, oh, you people. I mean, the listeners, <laughs> not you people. What um, do you mean, you people? <laughs> what have, do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> Having to swipe your card when the tap to pay doesn't work. I get that one. I don't do the tap. I do Apple Pay. Well, you just do the chip. 
I know, but I'm I'm gonna look instead of the the tap to pay. I'm gonna talk about like think of it as like with my Apple Pay. I'm trying to do Apple Pay, and it won't work. And I like get my wallet out and pull my card out and then do the thing. I'm like, God damn it! Like that doesn't ruin my day necessarily, but it is annoying. Yeah, that's not. I mean, I'm still paying cash. I don't give a shit. I don't get this one. Typing while on IG, while on my. Typing while on IG while my phone is charging. Takes forever to hit a letter, then over registers the amount of pushes. Annoying as hell. Oh, so I guess like while your phone's charging. They're sending green messages, what they're doing. That sounds like a green yeah, message. That's never been something I've, I've Oh, God damn it. Another one. Nope. Not it's doing same. that. Not doing that one either. Is it, is it different? You can guess what the next one. I'm sending it to you. You can guess what the next one is. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Dude, Whoa, you know. You say know we can't say things. this shit on air. That's why he does it. That's why he does it. He knows I'm not going to say it. He does it because he thinks it's fucking hilarious. No wonder he fucking has to. God damn it. Of course not. <laughs> you fucking... You already know, motherfucker. When Chris Hansen shows up out of nowhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro, if Chris Hansen's showing up on you... Got no sympathy Dude, that for him. is that is straight up that Onision guy. He mm-hmm. called the cops and he was like, there's a man harassing me. Do you know this man? It's Chris Hansen. The cops are like, oh, we already have people there. Like, there's people there already. <laughs> uh, we'll again, definitely be there soon, sir. Just like the men one, when women talk. Okay, like that. Eh. DUI checkpoints again. When women talk. How the fuck do you feel about this podcast, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Probably the same person that just wants to pay you to glare at them in disapproval. Yeah, it depends on. DU- how much okay, DUI checkpoints aren't a. I mean, well, I guess if you're sober, a minor inconvenience. If you're drunk, that's not a minor inconvenience. You done fucked up, man. Like. I Uber, thought man. shit like that was found to be unconstitutional. DUI check stops? Oh, no. They don't do that shit in Texas. Maybe in Texas. They do them all the time. Like in North New Carolina. Mexico, they do. North Carolina fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Paying taxes to get sent to other countries. Also not a minor inconvenience. That's just... Yeah, that's not... Oh. What is minor to y'all? <laughs> this one... This one might be the best one. And it's simple. Waking up slightly before your alarm clock. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, piss you off. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. You're like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> like you wake up, you're like, man, no. I slept so good. Like, fuck, I must have overslept the alarm clock. You look, your alarm clock's not going off for another 10 minutes. You're like, fuck. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Nothing for me. My colleagues, though, me, after crushing some spicy food for lunch and reminding them how I'm about to get paid to take a massive shit. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That's a fucking power move. (laughs) On the clock shits. I'm salary now, so it doesn't matter, but when you're shitting on the clock, yeah. Parents that don't discipline their kids when they're when they fuck up and act out in public. I won't say that ruins my day, but it is irritating. And it could yeah. ruin I guess it could ruin my day depending on when and where. But yeah, that does we've talked about that. It drives me nuts. It drives me nuts. People who leave their high beams on. Yeah. Move over. What irritates me more than that is when somebody, I can tell somebody has the automatic high beams. Oh, and, and they flash? Have you ever seen them when they like they can't pick up your car and they'll flash oh, on no, and off? No, but it's just kind of like, turn the fuck off! And they finally do. It's like, ah! Oh, I've had them to wear like, flash, though. I've had a car behind me before on the interstate. And obviously, like, I'm pretty sure their car... It's like my car where I have like the fucking cruise control sensors where it keep I put it on cruise control and it'll keep me oh, from yes. the next car. But I've been driving before, like late at night. Like it was like a road, like I, was, I got off work and was like driving out to go see family like eight hours away. And this car behind me, this high beams would like come on for maybe like 10 seconds and then come off for like a minute and then come on and come off. All I can think of was fucking that movie uh, Urban Legends. I was like, is somebody trying to get me to pull over? Like, I'm about to have to pull over and clap this dude. I don't know. Like, motherfucker's trying to steal my kidneys and shit. I don't know. The like, gang Urban initiation Legends. shit. But that's what we got. I'm about to fucking... My teeth are floating. I'm about to go piss and then probably pull up and piss my pants, just like we talked about earlier. And... uh <laughs> But those were that was a fun one. That was a good one. But y'all know the drill. Like at the top, like, subscribe on YouTube, rate and review on iTunes. Go to Spotify, leave a five star. Happy birthday to Jake, who's not with us tonight. Love you, buddy. I know you're watching. And uh, so for Charlie, I'm Bill. 